is is that is that a good lead in? I mean, no, is that? to new music sorry with myself Dr. Bones the Doc of Rock but not a medical doctor and uh, Mike's off the next two weeks so joining us tonight and next weekend is a special guest host Tex-Mex Shaman welcome back buddy I can barely hear you uh, one second Now I got gotcha. you. There we go. There we go. Cool. Yeah, sorry, about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, that was my fault. So, yeah, we're good. <laughs> so, man, welcome to, back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate well, it very much. Oh, we appreciate you stepping in. And like I said in the video and uh, to earlier, we have a very heavy part one and a pretty crazy uh, uh, trip down the rabbit hole for part two. <laughs> but some of the stuff uh, I was listening to this week, it was like, it was... Sometimes I listen to it a few times and then I kind of make my decision. But sometimes, first three seconds, like okay, I, that's in like right away, like no, no, uh, and, uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? And yeah, yeah, there were quite a few in here that, within the first minute. You know, the first thirty seconds, you can yeah. tell this this will be a part two. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah, we just uh, kick ass like a lot of cool new bands too, and we we get them from a lot of different places. Like uh, we have Curtain Call Records that sends us stuff, and uh, they're one of the main ones. Uh, uh, it's called uh, man. There's so many that I can I can barely think of all of them right now. A Screamlight is another one. Clue Records is another one. Uh, either way, we got a lot of good submissions this week and submissions that the artists have sent in themselves. And uh, it's just gonna be uh, just waiting to get through the show. And this is uh, the first time. This is almost a break for me because we're not uh, doing an interview this week or next week. So it's a, it's a nice break for me. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. You know, I, I love doing them. Don't get me wrong. But it's kind of nice to kind of just do all music, just because <laughs> we've been, been so busy and we're like now like booking in September already. So you guys have had one a week for quite a while. Yeah, but you know what, man? It's been awesome. Yeah. It's been we've had a lot of fun doing them, so it's no no regrets at all, none. <laughs> yeah, I know. But all right, man. Uh, we're gonna get to uh, our first ours of the night. This guy goes by Gus G, and the song's called Fierce. Dig this. <laughs>
Right on. Gus G with Fierce. What a kick-ass heavy way to start the show. Holy shit. Man, that that double kick was amazing. Like a big fan of double kick and that just crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine like the, the, the power of the strength is like and just like wow. And the guitar wrists, man, were were so badass. It honestly reminded me of like like old Megadeth, like Dave Mustaine, like mm. and even, even some maiden there too, but man, like we do a mic and I said to people we don't play too many instrumentals, but holy fuck man. Like that was totally yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, that dude should shred, man. And he's he's clean too, you know. He's. Uh, I heard some Ingvay in there, some, some Vi. You know, he's. Uh, he's got all the. He's got a little bit of influences from all the all the big guys, and they're real good. You know, he, he's 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 fast and he's clean. And that's what you want to do. You know, when, when you do a song like that, you know, you, you know, going in, you're not out there trying to be the Beatles and, and get anybody with a, you know a catchy hook. You know, right. it's, it's it's a melodic song, but there's not a main melody. You know what I mean? It's melodic throughout, and he does it really well. And uh, that's how you kind of have to be. If you're gonna go out there and be sloppy with something like that, it won't work. You know what I mean? No, that's very true, and I know exactly what you're talking about. You're, you're right. He's jumping almost. He's jumping, jumping, jumping. But it, you're right. It's clean. There's no kind of kind of harsh twist. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 uneven break. But yeah, that was a badass song, man. And we're gonna keep it running. Actually, this is a this was a, a band camp find. Uh, this next band. Oh, cool. And they're called Master DUI, and it came up in the in the, in the feed. Like, I'm gonna check them out. I was like. Okay, I'm buying this right now. <laughs> I went straight, went straight to their <laughs> straight to their outside to buy the buy the digital copy. I think I bought the CD too, actually. So, <laughs> but anyway, cool. this band uh, it's a great song. So I'm gonna pull up here, but yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, definitely uh, worth worth uh, if you like the heavy stuff and uh, and their their uh, their singer man has she got some pipes on her. She can <laughs> she does she has she can well. But the song is called Lost Dreams. So this is a by band called Master DY, and their song and their whole album is available on Bandcamp. So here we go with Lost Dreams. Dig this.
Master D.Y. with Lost Dreams. That was, I really enjoyed that one, and uh, I, I, I picked it before I read the lyrics, but it's still a decent song anyways, but uh, you mentioned that, so I'll let, I'll let you talk about that in a second. I'm not going to kind of write on your prey there, but uh, okay. she's got a, a great, powerful voice, and, and just how she can kind of hit those kind of almost uh, <clears throat> uh, monotone, but uh, um, that's what I'm looking for, uh, Monotone, but um, she's kind of drop her harmonies like a lot lower, but sounds so uh, sound really good, especially those kind of heavy dark riffs that were being jammed throughout the entire song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, and those uh, those are good riffs, and they're also in a low that low B. I think they got that low B on the bass and on the guitar, so that's why they sound so just great in that low register like that. Um, yeah, the. Uh, Thing I know, and the guitar player here is really good too, just like the previous guy. Um, this guy can shred pretty, pretty good himself. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, one of the things I typically do if I got time is to check out the lyrics. And you know, this one, and I think most of the album after looking at it, I think it was released in February of uh, this past year or this year. Yeah, it was kind of dark subject matter, and that's you know, and some bands like to deal deal in that, and that's how they they get over stuff, and that's how they get through stuff. And I think all of us do, and as artists, you know, just kind of Absolutely. fight about it and feel better, you know. It's your 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 not not uh, your not figuratively, but you're literally your your creative outlet, right? So that's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that one's uh, it's 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 a uh, it's an intense song. I'll put it that way. It's very intense, and 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 the I like the music a lot, and you know the lyrics are for people that are, might be in a certain spot in their life, and I hope it helps. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Mike, Mike and I have mentioned many times. It's it's okay not to be okay. <laughs> and, that's right. So. Absolutely. Yep. All right. And get our next song queued up here, and pretty sure. Um, oh no, it's not instrumental, but either way, it's, it's a decent. It's a lot some pretty cool song, and it fit right in. <coughs> and excuse me, sorry, me. But actually, you know, what I think is I think this is the, the art of the uh, instrumental for tonight. And the song is by the artist name is uh, Balzara, I believe is the way it's pronounced. Yeah, and it's called. This one's cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. But it's called the Love Wasp. Dig this. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, man, that 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 could have been a, a, a down rabbit hole easily as well. But I picked it because for part one because of the, just the crazy guitar work, and I, I tweeted it just like I've never heard like we'll call it rock infused electronica like that. <laughs> that was absolutely crazy. That blew my mind. I just all, all respect to this whole earth, man. That was that was something else. I've never never heard anything like it. Yeah, yeah, it's perfectly titled too. Uh, you know, it's, it, I, you get the once I caught wind of what he was doing, I kind of fell into that groove and the sounds that I was hearing. You know, it, it sounds like you're being chased by a big old groovy wasp or something. You know? <laughs> right. Trying to run away from him. It's it just really cool, really cool sounds. Like you said, the guitar sounds are really great, and then the whole buzzing vibe of the whole song is, is you know, kind of evokes the title. Oh yeah, no, that was definitely a well well produced song, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Next up, uh, just just the name got me right away. It's like Clipper Lang's like awesome. I was like, I hope it's a cool tune, and fucking right it is. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the band's called Clubber Lane, Clubber Lang, sorry, <laughs> Clubber Lang, and the song's called Sleep Well. Dig this.
right on. Clubber Lang and Sleepwell. This is a great tune. This one, when I, when I first heard it, it caught my ear like right away. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And um, I've been tweeting about it yet, but point being is the song is, it's it's like gothic, uh, a, a dark gothic meet, meets like the Sex Pistols. And it just, it's such a crazy mix. And they just, what, what a, man. He's got a great voice, and uh, you were right. We were, we were talking off here. He definitely sounds a little bit like he got a bit of a Johnny Rotten thing going, aka Johnny Lydon. But man, the, the the crunchy riffs and just the just it just you could even though it wasn't necessarily a, a super dark song, it, it could almost kind of make you feel it and just kind of feel the the but the the the, the sullen of, of actually kind of drifting off and being asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I like. Yeah, he he's got that really cool cool voice, man. I love that. And um, those guitar sounds on the, you know, the lead guitars are really neat, too. They had a really vibrant, you know, bright sound to them. And then, of course, I, I knew when you said the name of the band, I'm like, I know that name, man. And it's and it's Mr. <laughs> T from Rocky, you know. It's yeah. with a C and a K versus a K, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, man, I, I so think... That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and why I just told you, like, off air that I, and, uh, I had bought, well, I did buy about a week ago, about the this full series of the A-Team. And I forgot that because um, Mr. T B Barakis, right? I forgot that mm-hmm. the Beast of Bosco. <laughs> That's right. It's like yeah. Bosco's like no way. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I was just thinking about today too. I haven't gotten that far, but like a few seasons in, uh, they uh, he has to go back to Chicago to see his mother. And of course, they're always in the run season when they have a chance. But he goes back to see his mother, and his mother's played by another Del Reese. <laughs> Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah I, I have to watch those again, man. I remember watching them back back in the day, but uh, yeah, it's escaped me. Most of it escaped me by now. Oh, they're they're they're, they're awesome. Stuff, I mean, I mean, a lot of this I'm like watching them like first, uh, like brand new again. I don't remember every single one of them because there was quite a few episodes, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe bits and pieces I'll remember, but a lot of them like it's like this is good because I don't remember. I haven't seen it in years. And I, I put off buying it just because it was coming to be so expensive. Like, well, I'm not paying like a hundred something bucks for this. Forget it. Finally saw a 60s game. Yep, sold, done. Cool. You said there are nine seasons of it? Yeah, nine seasons, yeah. Cool. All right, man. So next up, we have a brand new band called Icarus, and this was actually courtesy of Current Call Records, and the song is called Castaway at Best. (laughs) That's kind of rude, but funny, right? So here we go with Icarus. Castaway at Best.
Icarus with Castaway at Best. Uh, this was a, a pretty intense tune. Uh, some like crushing guitarists and like very strong, powerful vocals. And uh, we, we both agreed that uh, as sounds a little bit a uh, bit of influence from uh, Linkin Park, uh, Chester Pennington to be uh, more precise, and even a little bit of Three Days Grace in there as well. And now you think about it, like vocally and some of the some of the influence of the, those the, the way the um, uh, the riffs were the uh, chords were arranged, it kind of does it have a little bit of that feel to it as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was I was actually hearing I heard that of course, and then I heard um, some old believe it or not some like old Def Leppard man. I don't know how these guys listen. To oh that. man, yes, yeah, <laughs> back, in those, back in the you know around the hysteria and all that. Yeah, holy crap! Right before man. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You're and uh, I was hearing right. some of that, and thinking, man, I wonder if they even know because it, they, they uh, it wasn't you know too much, but I heard, right. it. and uh, it sounded really good because you don't hear that stuff anymore. No man, like, I never uh, even thought about that. That's that's absolutely right. Yeah, man, you're exactly right. Now, you're, now you need to see that. Like, I, I could, I totally hear it. You know, <laughs> right, right. But yeah, yeah, they, they were good. They were good. They do melt. He's a great voice. Well, next up we have. Let's see, how are we at? Oh yeah. So next up, um. This is another new band that uh, gets submitted, and the band is called Call to the Faithful. The song's called Animals. Dig this. Yeah, yeah. 
to the faithful with animals uh that was a really cool heavy tune and you know um it had uh, a, a new metal influence which is cool and it also sounded like like a, a like a heavy 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 version of the vines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I, I like the attitude in that whole yeah thing. oh yeah man. the vocals yeah. were great and just like powerful and raw to see they're essentially right in your face <laughs> so yeah, for real. Yeah, it kind of some of the you remember when, when, when kind of when, when rap and metal kind of merged with Anthrax and even the Beastie Boys to an extent, you know, oh, like yeah. just the attitude those guys had, you know, it was just come and get it, you know. That's kind of what these guys sounded like. Well, speaking of Anthrax, man, I'm sure you've heard it, but cause I was listening to the other day. If uh, do you remember their, their cover of the Beastie Boys looking on the barrel of a gun? Yeah, yeah, I, I love that cover. <laughs> yeah, I'd only heard it a couple times, but yeah, I do. And uh, fun fact, uh, Scott Ian's married to Meatloaf's daughter. <laughs> oh, really? Seriously, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I believe it. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I, I saw that years ago. I think it was like when I was living in Michigan. I think it was on like a BH one or something. But yeah, Scott Ian's married to Meatloaf's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that one in the back pocket and pull it out at a party next time. Yeah, man. <laughs> and that, that is fact. And because Scotty was talking about it, and he's like, well, yeah, like, who, who would have thought or, you know, Who's gonna see? Uh, oh, he married to. Oh, Meatloaf's daughter. Like seriously? I <laughs> <laughs> win five bucks on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So next up, we have. Um, me once again, queue up. Being multitasking. Um, <laughs> give me two moments here to queue up our next song. But the band's called Toxic Foxtrot, and the song's called Monsters in My Bed. But I, you know, when I think of Foxtrot, I think of like the, the old, uh, um, I guess like 30s, 40s dance, or wasn't it something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but that's what I think of. But either way, um, this is an awesome tune. So the band's called Toxic Foxtrot. So I guess that uh, that dance could be toxic, or whatever <laughs> what, what they're talking about. But here we go with Toxic Foxtrot, a song called Monsters in My Bed. Dig this. Toxic Foxtrot with Monsters in My Bed. Now, man, what a crazy tune that was. And, man, instant, like, psychedelic and a trip back to the 70s. And uh, 
Lauren Reed just tweeted goes had a bit of a Joplin feel to it. It's like absolutely it did. Like like a, oh. like a mix of like he said he said Joplin and Sabbath, but I'm, I'm gonna say it, Joplin and Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. man, those, those books were great. It's, it really was a quote unquote groovy tune. You know, I was re- <laughs> yeah. really, really digging that. I could love the vibe that one man and just said, kind of, kind of all my own world. Oh, as, well, what was it multitasking or trying to at my best? So <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, I love the name of the band, first of all. It's really cool. And then, uh, boy, she can wail. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I heard Grace Slick in there myself. I, I like the, the intro uh, a lot, the way they kind of came in. With that and that keyboard, man, that is so straight up, just groovy. And uh, you know, they, they're they're a band though that I can I can hear like a foot in the future with these guys. You know, I can hear the references they're they're alluding to with the music, but I can also hear them, you know, in a, in a forward thinking kind of way. They're they're presenting these ideas, and uh, which is cool. You know, I like that a lot. Well, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, sir. No, I, I think yeah, I think uh, a lot of times bands like that get hooked into the pure era or decade they're trying to you know be influenced by they, they are influenced by right oh, yeah. these guys seem to kind of take it and move it move it forward to me anyway some of the new, neat sounds they had and, and just the the feel of it and how you can tell they know what they're doing and you can tell where they're going with it uh, and i really enjoyed it well and that's right i mean i mean music is always evolving anyways but just the fact you know that they can make it clean and make it kind of give their own feel to it at the same time and that's mm-hmm. that's essentially a, this challenge, depending on what you're going for. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So yeah, man, everybody's gonna have influences, right? Everybody's got their influences, but yeah, you know, you know just the last last one on that. I I, I want to even say a little bit of Amy Winehouse in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, all great singers, and she's really good too. This okay. here. All right, well, man, moving on, we have a brand new song by We Three Kings, and it's been I think about a. Uh, maybe not quite a year, but these guys, these are the cool band. I really like these guys. And when I saw a brand new song, I was like, awesome, can't wait. So this is a band called We Three Kings and a song called Walk. Dig this. <laughs> And I walk right over you Do you
Three Kings, their brand new single, Walk. And this one in, partic- in particular, it was, <clears throat> as far as sort of like metal blues, I mean, they put, there was some crazy like uh, blues riffs, but they put that kind of metal uh, distortion sound to it. And it was just awesome. And I love the vocals. And man, I've heard a lot of We Three Kings songs, but this one, by far, like he really gives you a better idea of what he's capable of vocally and it stood out big times like man I'm more and more impressed every time we hear a new song by them yeah that was good the uh the first thing that jumped out at me was uh, it's like a mix between uh i guess jack white and led zeppelin man nice. two of my favorite artists you know good uh, did it really well and um yeah uh i liked it really good blues rock you know yeah, oh yeah for sure well, man, next up, um, this band, they're currently working on uh, new music, and this song's about, well, it's about three years old, roughly, give or take give or take a little bit, but this is one of my favorite bands. The band's called Crushed by Pimps, and the song's called Persian Rugs. Take this. Oh, yeah. Fuck me, mate. What's that cut with? Thank you. 
by pimps with Persian rugs even the name uh, when I got the email uh, uh, from Krishna who's crushed by pimps like I was like oh he said well we got, we got a new band <laughs> and it's crushed by pimps like that's amazing and they said well it's, it's, it was initially or well, potentially would have been a song but it sounded better as a band talk, so we wouldn't have to explain the song every single time <laughs> but uh, they're an awesome prog rock band and uh they, I've interviewed them a few times, and they're a lot of fun. And they're they're one band, like not just musically, but when you talk to them, you never know what you're you're not to expect, but in a good way. You know, it's not, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> but they, they can catch you just a little off guard sometimes, but in a good way and still funny. But yeah, this is a great tune. I, lo- I just love the prog rock feel to uh, to it, which essentially they are. But it's an awesome tune. Yeah, yeah, it, it had a lot of. You can tell they're uh, they're fun guys. I think by listening to that song. You know the opening, opening sample they used, and, uh, and the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole post punk prog kind of vibe to it, uh, with the Indian ragas coming up and down. This, the notes they're using, uh, really cool. You know, get the, allude to that uh, Persian vibe. You know. <laughs> oh man, uh, they're old. Then uh, Mr. Susan, they actually did the, they had, uh, they did uh, one full length album and a couple EPs, and uh, the Bell Dumba combination is the EP, and. Uh, uh, Trying to remember the name of the title on their full length, but anyways, they have a song on the on the on the album called "I I Want to Do Something Creepy to You." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's an awesome dude, but it's like it's like oh it's man, a funny it's like, title. yeah yeah. Right? <laughs> anyway, of course, I looked up on Facebook's one of the lyrics, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> but it's it's a great album, but uh, yeah. And you said they're making new music right now? Yes, they're, they're currently yeah. doing that right now because they've been posting a lot about playing gigs and they said they've been obviously waiting to for their stretch to be alleviated so they can actually get together and and jam, right? So, cool. Nice, yeah, yeah. So that I'm very excited for because I mean, these guys are, are very creative in many, many ways. And mm-hmm. that's why it's, it's, since it's been a few years, it's exciting to see what they're going to come up with. Absolutely, yeah. So next up we have brand new... Get the fuck out of Dodge because it's always a fun song, a fun uh, title to say. But the song came out this morning, and it's just it's a recording of, of them jamming, and they're they're thinking about releasing the entire session. But it, it uh, came out today as like, and I had one in there before from their last album. But it's like yeah, new one. It's like okay, yeah, we're gonna go with this. And uh, they they uh, DM me like said, well, thanks for the purchase, and like blah, blah, blah. It's like, like oh yeah, no problem. And he said, just just a heads up, this is like recording from one of our jams or thing, or because we're just kind of getting ready for a live show, right? It's like, oh yeah, oh sure, man, it's, it sounds good. It's like, okay, well, just just uh, just want to let you know. It's like, yep, we're good. Because then he <laughs> cool. says, well, we might release the, the rest of it. So 
we'll see that we'll see that happens in the next few weeks or so. But until then, here we go with "Get the Fuck Out of Dodge," a song called "Good Versus Evil." Dig this. Get the fuck out of Dodge with Good versus Evil. And it literally came out this morning. And like I said, it was probably uh, of uh, a session they did the other day prepping for a live show. But still very cool. I mean, there's, their songs are always relatively short with like within two minutes, generally speaking, honestly. And some are just a little bit longer. But uh, I always like these guys because they're just literally just two guys and they just give her and it's, it just sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> That's just two guys there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Cool, cool. Yeah, man, that's a... Now that you mentioned it's live, I knew it sounded live, but I didn't know it was an intentionally live gig or live rehearsal. Um, but yeah, man, that that's really cool. Got a lot of good energy to it. Uh, you know, a lot of good uh, funk, funk, you know, uh, energy, I guess, yeah. yeah and well, uh, man, I, I don't know, that, 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 that drummer's killing that hi-hat, man. I don't know. <laughs> He's just murdering that hi-hat. I love it. Well, making the hell out of it. You know what? We, uh, we interviewed him um, probably, let's say, about a year ago, roughly. And, like, he just recently started kind of learning how to play drums to begin with. So he kind of started banging away, and then and, and there you have it. Nice, nice. Yeah, so... He's, he's doing it. He's, he's learning, he's learning yeah, well. Yeah, man. Yeah, I guess they're making it over, eh? And uh, yeah. they didn't put on their last album, but I wish they had. But they actually sent me a cover. Just It was on SoundCloud, Private Link, but they sent me... They did a cover of... Uh, I'm a big fan of Tomahawk, one of Mike Patton's bands. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the song's called Mayday. And they did cover basic. They actually did a pretty good job. <laughs> cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So I was, I was like, because they asked us in the interviews, and they wanted to go to covers. Like, uh, first thing is to get, yes, Mayday and uh, Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> and then, did you know that I got a chance to see uh, Fantomas a number of years ago, but uh, Fantomas, and it was really cool because it was such a small gig. It was only like a 500 people uh, capacity. Nice. But man, it was, it was so cool. And, like, and I actually. I, I couldn't forget Dave Lombardo being the drummer for Fantomas, right? But I forgot mm-hmm. that, that Boston Melvins was a guitarist, and you know, so we're waiting, and you know, they come out. It's like, oh, how the fuck did I forget Buzz was a guitarist? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like I'm such an idiot. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, Buzz, like, wait a minute, I knew that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, He's been one of my idols for about a decade or more. You know, I love that dude. I love him so much. 
Oh man, I've seen the Melvins so many times. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't ever put a bad show. It's not. It's not. It's impossible for them to put on a bad show. Oh yeah, and favorite album Houdini. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't disagree. So man, <laughs> yeah. Next up, uh, we have another uh, punk band, and uh, they there's a well, not Ashflow. Okay, how do I phrase this properly? I'm just trying to think. <laughs> they're, 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 they're they're teens. They're 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 not they're not quite adults. Yet. They're teens, but. Uh, this is a great band. We played them a few times. A band called Wasted Pretty. And mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of these guys yet? Uh, yeah, you have to because these these uh, uh, local journalized guys can can really dish it out, and uh, they have their whole careers ahead of them too. I guess I should have said Wasted Pretty in a song called Look Out. do a better introduction to the band this time because I got so excited talking about the band I started the song and then like oh I forgot to introduce them so to the myself temporarily but this was a band called Wasted Pretty and a song called Look Out but uh, these these teens kids you know uh, what a great band and I just I, I I can't wait to see what they what they do next and I think, I think they, these, they definitely have the potential to go so far but it just it has that old kind of garage punk sound to it and that's what I love about it just raw but strong at the same time mm-hmm. yeah it really does and it, it reminds me you know with the songs you used to write when you're I asked that age I don't know how they are but yeah it's uh it's there's a maturity there there's certainly a maturity there for them you know they, they, they got the uh, talent and all they can do is keep going man 
Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Do we have, I think, um, I think we got two more songs we haven't played off the 30p, but it's really cool. So, definitely worth checking mm-hmm. out. So, next up, where are we? We are next up. Ooh, okay. So, next up, we have a new one by Portobello Express, and their EP literally came out, I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. And <clears throat> Mike had actually uh, um, tweeted about it. And in saying, oh, the EP came out, couldn't we, uh, um, we play a song off? I think, oh, okay, of course. And, uh, and of course, Mike in the tweet says, hey, no, you got to check it out. It's like, Marty, how do you say I bought it? So it's a great EP. So brand new Portobello Express with a song called You Cry. Dig this.
man. This is a great tune and a great EP. And you know what? I, it's the uh, influence-wise, you know, I, I got uh, Grace Slick and Hendrix for the guitar. I mean, what a crazy mix. I mean, this like the whole piece is awesome, but this is a great tune. It's, man, you just kind of almost want to think you're, you're at Air Woodstock, you know, and, and the keyboards because that just got perfect kind of psychedelic trippy touch. And man, what a great tune. It is, yeah. They're 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 great acts, man. I I, uh, I saw a few clips off YouTube not long ago, and and uh, they're good. They're good, and uh, I love her voice. It's it's the guy that he's like very slick, but this the other influences I hear almost also also almost a southern kind of thing to it, and I really enjoy it. It's a really sweet voice, and uh, yeah, the band the band's great too. <laughs> right on. <clears throat> and well, okay. Well, next up we have brand new Lauren Reed the song called Sad Fairy Tale and that's just that was a coincidence that wasn't done on purpose you know <laughs> you you cry in Sad Fairy Tale so <laughs> told it was not done on purpose it was a good flow and I didn't pay attention to the song title so here we go with Lauren Reed also known as Eight Dollars Rum a song called Sad Fairy Tale take this
Right on. Eight dollars from Mickey Lauren Reed with a song called "Sad Fairy Tale." And uh, first off, uh, Melanie's vocals were, were awesome, like powerful but soft at the same time too. And as always, Lauren's got that uh, not quite distinct um, style, but she has like a cool kind of blues metal, <clears throat> um, blues rock slash little bit of metal in her riffs as well. And he can he can manipulate uh, a lot of those chords so well and always sounds so good and like he's always kind of keep not quite keeping the same he's always kind of growing and, and changing different things but sometimes with those little things just kind of stick out almost like little easter eggs you know yeah 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 i like the intro it was really nice clean taking part and then those slide tones were insane they were they were really good they were really good uh, I heard. Some, I mean, it's odd, but in that chorus section, I heard some David Bowie influence there, and oh, when they sang that, made me think of him. Yeah, and uh, that's the first thing I thought of. But uh, it's great. I love it. it. It's a nice blend of, of influence. Okay, man. Well, we have um, two more songs. Actually, sorry, three more songs left to get to uh, here for part one. Next up is a band called Future Radio. They don't have Twitter, but they do have Facebook and Instagram, and they do a cover of the Rolling Stones songs "Paint, uh, Paint It Black." And it's a decent cover, otherwise, obviously, we wouldn't play it. But yeah, they, they, they definitely do it justice. So here's Feature Radio and Paint It Black. Rolling Stones cover, dig this.
right on Future Radio with Pant Black, uh, Rolling Stones cover, and they did a great job. They really did justice. Like, uh, obviously, a heavier version of it, but uh, it sounded great. And uh, I was uh, I was impressed because I have said this many, many times in the past that either either you nail it or you flub it. There's there's no in between for a cover. Yeah, yeah, you have to have you have to maintain what the song originally intended you have to keep that intent but you know if you want to put your own spin on it however you want to do it you know you still gotta you gotta respect that original intent i think and, he, and this guy did it this, this man did it and uh yeah it's, it's it's a catchy melody everyone everyone knows that tune well most people know that tune and yeah he, he did a good job yeah well he did I, a good job. I would think so because it's, i mean it's been in quite a few movies so even if you don't know a bit or know of the Rolling Stones, <laughs> yeah. which yeah like it's been enough movies that it should stick out <laughs> yeah about, for like, real for real I can I can think of three at the top of my head right now, and the first one of the is a stir of echoes with uh, Kevin Bacon. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm uh, sorry. Just real, real quick movie sidetrack because uh, I've been watching like a lot of like different stuff on on Prime, like for the their Shutter part, where it's like a lot of horror stuff. And I watched one the other day. There's two. I was like, I the first one. I was like, nope, not do the second one. This was it was <laughs> it was started off like really kind of started off like oh, this is decent, you know, it gets really intense, and then went from intense to incredibly stupid. It's like, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> what show was it? It's, it's called, the, the movie was is on Prime, it's called The House October Built. And the okay. premise is a group of friends going around trying to find the most intense haunted house. So it's got a good idea to it, right? It's like it's mm-hmm. more intense going to different houses and then they're trying to find a specific one and then it just got incredibly stupid. So <laughs> it's like, like, well, that's an hour and 25 minutes and we're going to get back, but definitely not going to justify the second one. <laughs> Like I, I'm not curious, and I don't care that much. Like, nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you won't go there at Halloween this year, so you, you know that much. So you that true. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know, know the best way to describe it is uh, when uh, on The Simpsons when and when the Krusty show was all funny, so they got that that Russian cartoon, and it stops. He's like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> you know, you know, oh, exactly. Yeah, Same yeah. reaction. Like, okay. Well, <laughs> so. But back to music, I just decided to bring that up just because, like, oh, it's like. <laughs> Anyways, so back to music. We have two more songs to get to. The next song, one is a brand new one by Catherine Alley. This one's called Glow and Ignite. Dig this. Honey, after all this time, all the need is a
Catherine Alley with Glow and Ignite. And this definitely has like a heavy uh, heavy eighties vibe feel to it, but like a little little heavier <laughs> form of eighties, but I've heard I've heard a few things uh, a few songs before we played a few them before, but I love her vocals and I hear this one's like this one's got a bit of an ace vibe, but still it's a great tune and I just I, based on her vocals alone is just enough for me to be honest. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> she has a really sweet, clear voice. You know, really, uh, it's just really pretty. You know, she executes her lines and things, and uh, she can hold the notes and she got good breath control. She sounds like a great singer and. um I like the keyboards in there too, like you said, kind of call back to the '80s and some of that stuff. But it was really good. I liked it. Hey man, speaking of the '80s, did you see that? Like, I guess uh, Motley Crue had a whole bunch of uh, shows scheduled, and Vince Neil has canceled like two or three already. <laughs> yeah, it's like I know. not, not surprised. <laughs> yeah, right. the opening act's pretty pretty mad at them. I think right now, with right now, because you know, that's their big like, big tour for them. You know, the opening. Oh act. yeah, no kidding. And I, I know some people may disagree, but I just they you don't you don't see or hear about as much but yeah, Vince Neil is just, just as much of the douche as Axl Rose is except Axl Rose has got a better yeah. a better set of, a better vocals as far as I'm concerned but <clears throat> we're not going to get into that right mm-hmm. now but that, that's just personal opinion so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last uh, of the night for part one uh, this song I've actually been trying to get to for a while unfortunately it's, it's a little, little bit of a longer song and that's part of the problem with trying to fit the interview and everything kind of uh, within a certain time frame right but we have time this time around. So the band's called A Grip on Reality. And the song's called The Lament of the Heracles. Dig this.
right on Grip on Reality, a song called Lament of the Heracles. That was a very intense tune. It was a, a metal, like a, a mixed alternative, alternative grunge mix, but they did such a good job. I love the power behind the vocals, but man, that was a great song and it, it sounded like a bit of a jam as well. Like, But I just love the. I mean, that, that's one thing that is hard to do, especially if it's. Well, obviously, you know, you're it's mainly for you, but you want people like it as well. But trying to keep a song like that and keep the, the flow going and keep not just keep the fans interested, but yourself, right? Right, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be too self indulgent with something like that because you can lose you lose your audience, even as fun as it might be to play. But yeah, they did it well, they kept the energy up, they kept the uh, dynamics going. But yeah, it's good. Well, right on. So that's going to do it for part one. So like always, you can let Dr. Quicker take us out. So until part two, it's about 10 to 15 minutes. We'll be back in about 10 to, 15, 10 to 15. We'll talk to you soon. Bones out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Shrinky-dink that! Krieger out!